0: Good morning and welcome everybody You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 Right across the Faith FM network wherever you are Positively different radio in the morning You're with the double L team, Lyle and Liam, good morning, Lyle, how are you? I'm great this morning, I'm amazing, God is good Indeed That's a very bright, shiny cap you're wearing there this morning
1: Yeah, I know, I don't know if you've noticed but Just For the last two weeks, I have worn a different hat every single day. I have not noticed that. I just
0: uh, looked (laughs) up and there was bling. It was kind of blinding us like, whoa.
1: Well, I have worn a different hat every single day. (laughs) It's it's been a variant of different sporting codes and different... uh, Well, actually, there was one point where I wore three different West Coast Eagles AFL uh, hats or beanies for three days in a row. Um, But yeah, it's something that I'm trying. I'm going to see how long I can find hats for until I have to start Going back into the
0: into the file of hats, you might uh, you might be struggling to access new hats uh, soon. That's yeah, fun, we'll, we'll see how we go. Stuff. I might have to make
1: my own, make one out of a, a paper hat. You yep. know I'm really gras- grasping at strings there when, <laughs> when I come in with a, with a paper hat. Very good. What are you thankful for this morning? Uh, this morning, uh, yesterday actually yesterday afternoon. Uh, the people I live with, the, the family there, we managed to get out for a little bit. We, we, we went and we parked at the beach and, and looked out from the car for a little bit. <laughs> and looked out. Yeah, but it, it was nice to be out and, and we went for a bit of a drive and it was, it was good to get out of the house.
0: You know, I think that there probably is uh, some beaches around the place that are isolated where it would be quite safe to go with your immediate family. Yeah, or household. Um, But, yeah, I guess the recommendation is that we don't go to the beach. Mm. What are you thankful for this morning, Lyle? I am thankful for my shed. I have the most amazing shed. It's four bays. It's huge. It's amazing. It's just... Incredible. Happy days. Yeah, I've always dreamed of having a decent size shed, and now I have one for the first time in my life. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. So coming up in today's news, we're going to talk about a pastor in the United States who's been arrested for keeping his church open. Wow. Yeah, that's a bit of a serious one. Um, Also, Hungary is going down the path of uh, creating themselves their very own dictator. So there's some of the news stories, that and more coming up. All right, guys, that was Jaden Lovick with I Surrender All. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. It's time for our quiz. Here we go. This morning, this is a Who Am I?
1: Second Timothy tells that I was opposed by Janice and Jambres. Second Timothy tells that I was opposed by Janus and Jambres. If you think you know the answer to this question of Who Am I? Send us a, give us a call at one eight hundred three two four eight four three 324 843 That's 1-800-Faith-FM. Or send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you are the first person in with the correct answer, you will be receiving a copy of Decoding Bible Prophecy by Ron Clause. Cluzo. Cluzo. Something like that. Something like that. And yeah. uh, that uh, answer that you just flashed me there, Lyle, that was correct.
0: I had a little. I had, I had a few extra seconds on that one because yeah. uh, it was ask, uh, Liam was asking about the pronunciation. Is like, well, I really don't know. But yeah, I didn't know if it was pronounce I, it with confidence. Janice yeah. and Jambres. I
1: didn't. It could have been like a French adaptation of a Janus and Jambres. Now, nah, who knows? Anyways,
0: You'd have to be living back in the day to be able to know what it is. Liam, give us some positively different news. This positively week. different news. So, a lot
1: of people have been going into isolation, and a lot of events have been cancelled, a lot of big sporting events. Now, when you're in isolation, you need to maintain your exercise to help with your mental well-being. As, as well as your physical, physical well-being. Uh-huh. And... There's also some particular sporting events that have been cancelled. That some, some, I'm talking about two very different things here. That some people have tried to blend together. So there have been marathon runners that have run marathons in their in their own home. Okay, like just got on the a, treadmill a, and gone for it. No, not a treadmill. Like around the, around the lounge room. Now a marathon is is 42 kilometres. That's not a bad effort. 42 kilometers around a lounge room. So there's this one guy in Brisbane, for example. He ran for over six hours to complete 2,000 laps going around his lounge room and onto his balcony for a 21, it made a 21 meter circuit and he did 2,000 of those.
0: 2,000.
1: He said that it was mentally the most excruciating thing he's ever done. I'm sure just it would going be. round and round and round, and I was watching an interview with him, and he said that oh, some people. And what he did is he live streamed it, yeah, and he kept on looking at comments while he was running, saying, "Oh, try running the opposite direction," and he said he tried that, but his body got in such a such a rhythm of going turning left constantly that it felt wrong to turn right. <laughs> unnatural. Um, there's another guy in Britain who ran, in, from Southampton who ran 1,064 laps around his backyard for a marathon. And he was inspired by a Chinese man who ran a 50-kilometre distance in, his, in a Wu-Tan, Wuhan flat in China. In a flat. In a flat.
0: In a flat. Oh, my. Just,
1: yeah, okay. The last one, okay, it's a half marathon. You think, oh, yeah, that's better. He ran a half marathon on a three-metre balcony. So he ran 5,500 laps on his three-metre balcony. Can you even run in
0: three metres? I don't think so. Look, personally, I don't think you can. Um, Two-step this way, two-step that way, two-step this way, two-step that way. Yeah, okay, I can kind of see it. But it'd be kind of like two or three steps, maybe Yeah, maybe doing the little tiny steps
1: within the the one-metre.
0: But, that's, oh, that's epic. That is absolutely epic. A half marathon on the balcony. I wonder whether any of our listeners could top something like that. I think here in Australia, I, I find Australians, a, bit, a lot of Australians, well, now let me speak for myself. I would be lacking in motivation. What have you that. been,
1: what, have, you, have you managed to find some sort of exercise to do at home?
0: Yeah. Yeah? I've been moving I'm, house. I'm packing boxes. You want some good exercise? Try moving house. That'll get your exercise going.
1: Dear me. I've been... Um,
0: and, now, I, and now, of course, it's all in unpacking boxes. So. Yeah,
1: so smaller movements, but more frequently. I, I've been trying to come up with new and inventive ways, and I've, I've gone to the water bottles, the big... We've got big 10-litre water jugs at home that uh, we fill up to... We get fresh water from the shop, and I've been using those as, as weights, and
0: they they do all right. So you don't have a home gym where you're staying?
1: No, no. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not that. I'm not Chris Hemsworth, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, really?
0: But no, well, I've
1: got, I've got a bunch of both. Anyway, um, but oh, I've, I've been finding some really fascinating ways to, to come up with new and inventive ways of, of, of exercising at home, such as the water bottles. Um, Chris Hemsworth, speaking for Chris Hemsworth, he suggested using the washing detergent bottles. Um, and there's also you know, going to your kitchen cupboard and finding the, the big tins of, of spaghetti. they not the smaller ones because they're not, but the you know the big massive ones that yeah. um, but there 's really inventive ways, and yeah it, it's it 's something that i 've been longing for i 've been going for runs and' I've, on my run that I do there 's like one of those outdoor gyms, and I used to go there all the time, but now I just have to watch and and just think and, and imagine what it would be like to stop but'm I, I, I'm, I'm a bit cautious, a bit afraid of. What would happen? To, you know, I'm, been, does, that,
0: does that actually count? I mean, if you are exercising in your brain by looking at the sport equipment, does that does that count? Does that like get your heart rate up at all? Uh, look, I think it would do something, but I
1: don't think it would be quite as effective as doing as doing the actual exercise. Hmm. But I I reckon it would get something going somewhere. I don't know.
0: But I think should. I think we should get into motorsports. Here's my reason. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me share this one with you. You can do motorsports as in, you know, get in a fast car, drive yeah. around a racetrack. That, by definition, is something that you do by yourself. Yeah. You've got no social contact while you're doing that. It's not like, you know, football. Your whole or, crew does. The, the, or something like that. The crew where, uh, has got lots of contact. But you yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, worry, don't worry about that. Don't worry about the pit <laughs> crew. Not worried about them. Um, No. uh, But we could do, you know, recreational motorsports by ourselves where if we break down, it's like, well, it's your responsibility to get your car home by yourself. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, say football or something like that. When you're in close contact with lots of other humans, you're in a car by yourself. Mm. Actually, in saying that... Maybe we need to promote motorsports. In saying that... And it's very good for your um, cardio.
1: In in saying that, just about all of the, the... motorsport codes that I follow they have gone to an e-series an online series where these big old big sports superstars these drivers in their own home they can log onto the internet switch on a machine and suddenly they're racing against everyone else and and they're televising it and getting <laughs> sponsors and it's just like the real thing you know prize money and everything so they're, 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 they're racing computer games basically yeah but against each other so okay. if they and the benefit so of this is if they crash it's it's it only affects the it it only affects, it only their, affects their reputation.
0: It affects their their zeros and ones. That's all.
1: Yeah, and um, they might feel a bit bad afterwards. But, uh, <laughs> it, physically, physically, they'll be right as rain. Well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my well, quickly my uh, my last story. Last week, I we were talking about my sandwich when I was when I went to school. My salad sandwich mm. with peanut butter and chocolate spread on the top. Over in America, there have been some pretty extravagant people people going to long extra lengths to try and find some extra food ideas to keep things interesting at home okay now there's there's obviously the classic getting your 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 chip your hot chips with ice cream uh, have, have you ever tried that no no uh, cottage cheese don't and don't mind the fruit. Chip sandwich though oh that, that that's classic uh, cottage cheese and fruit fruit preservatives with cheese and crackers. Chocolate and popcorn Peanut butter and apple uh, Sauerkraut, which is like cabbage And cheese
0: Peanut butter and apple, that's a staple That's like um, I, going...
1: When I have that, I put a little bit of cinnamon on it as well Okay Oh, It's beautiful um, Cheddar cheese and apple pie French fro- uh, chip, hot chips and pickles Oh, I don't think that'd be very nice Yeah, I'd Cold for that. pizza no, I'd have that, definitely Ranch dressing definitely. Sour cream and onion chips And chocolate
0: okay. So there you go Tell us what's happening in your home couple restaurant. couple of ideas. <laughs> While you're in quarantine, have you set up a restaurant in your home? What is it called and what are you serving? This is the City Harmonic.
3: You seek is beautiful, beautiful like a
0: That was City Harmonic with A City on a Hill. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. And we're about to have another clue for our quiz. We talked about Janice and Jambres opposing somebody here a moment ago. Indeed. Who were they opposing? What's our next clue? So, clue number
1: two. I named my son Gershom saying, I have become an alien in a foreign
0: land. Okay. Who was the father of Gershom? If you know who the father of Gershom was, then you can give us a call. I'd say that, you know, this is a major Bible character with some pretty obscure clues. I've, uh, I've got to be honest. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't really... The, 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 it doesn't get down to the last couple of clues until it really it starts, starts to get, to easier. get quite obvious.
0: It, it's like really vague, 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 obvious. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. Okay, so if you'd like, uh, what is it, Ron Clouseau's uh, book on... Yes, is it, is uh, a, Decoding Bible Prophecy. Decoding We're going to be talking about Bible prophecy today, so if you would like his book on decoding Bible prophecy, then please give us a call right here, right now, 1-800-324-843 with the answer to the quiz or text us on 491 64 So in news around the world, we have uh, some interesting stories coming through. One of the uh, vulnerable portions of our society, and we need to be thinking about vulnerable people in our society right now. Of course, our alcoholics and particularly Uh, attenders of Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Now we have uh, David Haupt coming on soon to talk about emotional health. And so we're going to ask ask him to give us some practical tips here for um, people who are part of 12-step programs, whatever those programs might be. But typically somebody who is on a 12-step program, particularly alcoholics, um, isolation is something that is bad. Yeah. And a lot of alcoholics don't have family around them because of their behavior when they're obviously... Drunk, Yeah. And um, the majority of relapses occur when people stop going to AA meetings. Yeah. And many alcoholics don't have internet because they also don't have money. That's kind of the way alcoholism goes. And so it creates a bit of a vicious cycle here. Um, and so, this is a, a portion of our society that we need to be very, very aware of. And if you know somebody who goes to AA meetings, then start giving them a call on a regular basis so that. Just see how they're going? Same yeah, Absolutely. absolutely. Give all them good. the support that they need, give them encouragement, etc. We did talk about pastor in Florida being arrested, uh, Rodney Howard Brown, who became famous back in the 1990s um, when the Holy Laughter. Um, went through the charismatic movement and made Christianity look like a bunch of uh, idiots. don't know whether you've ever seen Holy Laughter before, but I'm sure it's around on YouTube. I wouldn't even bother going there. It is just the most cringy movement that Christianity has ever experienced. And this particular pastor, who pastors Mega Church in Florida, was right at the center of it. Well, now he's been caught holding Sunday services during the quarantine. Yeah. So they threw him in jail. Uh, they did release him on bail, but... You know, um, I I think that was a good move
1: on the government because although it is good to to, to gather, and I, look, my view on this has changed over the last couple of weeks. But I, I think, think everyone's view has changed yeah. over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but I think in these these times, we really need to be looking out for other people by looking out for ourselves.
0: Of course. Yeah. That's right, because it's all about... You know, you and I don't need to worry about the virus because we're young enough to survive it. It is the people that we will kill that we need to worry about. Yeah. And so we need to be very concerned for their safety and their health. Yeah. Okay, so six states in the United States have offered exemptions to churches so that they can continue to operate during the coronavirus outbreak. So that's interesting. Mm. We'll uh, be interested. I'll I'll guarantee one of those is not New York. (laughs) Yeah. um, in other parts of the United States, pastors have been arrested in Ohio, Kentucky, and Louisiana for breaking uh, quarantine laws in those states. And and so the U.S. is an interesting country to watch because you have, you know, a very very large collection of states. Many countries don't actually have states. Australia does, but we only have a few. And so the United States is going to be a very interesting place to watch how it how the virus progresses there because every state is bringing in different laws with a different approach. Okay, so the Hungarian Prime Minister has been made dictator for life. Really? Yes, by parliament. 137 votes to 53. Viktor Orban is now the dictator um, and can bring in any extraordinary measures he wants at the stroke of a pen by himself personally on his own and with no end date, right. so when we say for life, you know, maybe they've they've got an end date in mind, but they haven't made an end date. Maybe the end. So date by for not having an end date is, is kind of like dies. for life. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when he dies, it, does that mean that they'll get another one to do that?
0: Well, who would know? But it's an interesting move uh, to see it happening in our world, where we are, you know, we're, we're increasingly seeing countries moving away from democratic countries moving away from democracy. Yeah. And democracies, of course, have existed on and off down through history. And this is one of the interesting things about history is democracies come and go, but they are short-lived and they are kind of a blip. Mm. And you'll see them, they'll turn up for a a couple of hundred years and then they vanish again. And so there's nothing new about a democratic society for those of us who have grown up in, you know, Western democracies, we kind of assume that we've now found the very best way of governing uh, our world, but what we need to recognize is that we're probably or possibly starting to see the end of them, Yeah, uh, because let's face it, Hungary has been an illiberal democracy for uh, a number of years now, increasingly autocratic, and now has Chosen itself decided itself to become a dictatorship. Yeah, right. My um,
1: my mum used to watch uh, the musician Andre Rieu, the famous uh, violinist, and he had one a vocalist from Hungary, and I just assumed everyone from Hungary was a very well-talented uh, <laughs> so, a, a opera singer. Um, but no, there, there's some dictators. There's some people of many different. Uh,
0: Your two best best countries for opera, apparently, is Italy and Korea. And that is because of the language they speak develops uh, their voice in a different way than the rest of us. So there you go.
1: Really? Uh I I, I would have guessed Italy, but not Korea. Yeah, absolutely. There we
0: go. Okay, so uh, Corona update, of course. We have uh, 750,000 infected people so far, 37,000 dead. That's around the world. Australia is now... USA is at the head of the leaderboard with 140,000 infections and uh, 2.3k dead. Um, Italy has the most dead at around about 12,000 dead with 102,000 infections. China, we've just found out, have not been reporting asymptomatic cases. So their figures should be at least 16% high, which would place them at around about the 100,000 mark. Um, Spain, 85,000 infections, Germany, 61,000, France, 43,000, Australia, four and a half thousand with 19 dead here in this country. For the last four days, infections have been going down globally, and out of the nations that I just listed, all of them have had a decrease in the number of infections over the last four days, except for France, which has gone up. The scary thing here in Australia is that our infections have been driven by people coming into the country. Uh, but in the last few days, we've seen a 350% surge in locally transmitted uh, infections. And they've noted that some of our backpacker areas have become hotspots for the coronavirus. So, yeah, interesting times. Now, of course, and I'm going to ask. Our uh, David Haupt, our resident uh, expert on all things uh, emotional health, about this in just a moment. But ScoMo, oh, we've had we've had, uh, we've had a number of very, very famous runs uh, during this virus. And, of course, the first was the toilet paper run, the great toilet paper run of oh, 2020. Yes. Oh, yes. Then we had a bit of a run on food. Yes. Um, and whatnot. Some countries had a run on Bibles. That was an really? interesting. Oh, absolutely. Bibles completely sold out in some countries. They didn't want to get it on their phone. Uh, maybe they didn't have a phone, I don't know oh, there you go. But uh, in the United States They've had a bit of a run on guns and ammunition and I've actually the- seen that in Australia as well uh, Not quite as significant But uh, as, uh,
1: compared to America It's well, a yeah, very minuscule
0: blip Everybody realises you know, Particularly farmers realise yeah, The gun shops are closing yeah. And that if you're going to be able to put animals down humanely They don't want animals suffering They're going yeah. to have to uh, stock up so, uh, but Scomo has started off his own run, which has actually really become a thing on jigsaw puzzles. He recommended jigsaw puzzles as an essential item, and now they are running off the shelves and running out. The largest one that has been completed recently was thirty three thousand six hundred pieces. Wow! So would that mean that hobby stores and puzzle stores are, are going are nuts? Are essential off. services. Absolutely. Well, see, most of those kind of stores operate via um, the post anyway already, and so there are a number of businesses out there, of course, that are going to do very, very well out of the coronavirus pandemic. Indeed. Uh, particularly those businesses that are mail-order businesses, like your game shops and your know, board game shops and uh, puzzle shops. It seems. This is Chris Rice with My Cathedral.
4: Days of childhood Playing in the deep woods Stomping through the creek And feeling oh so much alive Camping in the forest We join the cricket chorus And hum our songs of gratitude Around a crackling fire And out here in the stillness I found my house of worship with column trees and canopy of stars Here in my cathedral It was beneath the blue skies I ran down to be baptized I felt the river wash me clean Dried beneath the sun To this day believing wide awake or dreaming I scan the ancient sky and understand where I belong cause out here in the stillness I find my house of worship with column trees and canopy of stars here in my cathedral this is where Soul, out where holy men of old first melted, so thanked you for the rain. I wrote the songs that fill the air, herald angels sang their prayer out beneath your darling constellation. So let me often wander in Robin's song and thunder. Surrounding me with stained glass leaves That change with every breeze And out here in the stillness I find my house of worship With column trees and canopy of stars Here in my cathedral
1: Welcome back. That was uh, welcome back. We're moving on to the next clue for our quiz this morning. Uh, again, this is a who am I? So, Michael, the archangel, disputed with the devil about my body. Now, we were talking about Michael a week uh, last week and the week before. So. Yeah, Michael the Archangel disputed with the devil about my body. If you know whose body we're talking about, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you are the first person to call in with the correct answer, we will be sending you a copy of Decoding Bible Prophecy by Ron Clauseau. How was that
0: one? Yeah, near enough. (laughs) (laughs) say it with confidence and we'll all believe you. Uh, He's not here to defend himself, so it doesn't matter. Indeed. Yeah. Joining us on the phone this morning is uh, David Haupt, who brings us uh, information about emotional health and uh, general well-being.
5: David, welcome to the show. Good morning, guys, and good morning to your listeners.
0: Now, David, I'm I'm sure you've got some amazing things prepared for our interview this morning, but before we get into those, um, I have a couple of specific questions Um, So Scott Morrison has created a bit of a run on jigsaw puzzles We were talking about this earlier By recommending them as an essential item during the coronavirus quarantine And I'm wondering whether you can shed any light on whether this will be good for our mental health And if so, in what way?
5: It is a very interesting topic to talk about because, um, yeah, we're all shut in and unable to really move around. I had to travel for my work um, a few days ago, and the roads are empty of cars. It's basically just trucks running to and fro to try and deliver goods, I think, I think maybe toilet paper, to, to shops. Um, anyway... Uh, back to puzzles. Uh, solving puzzles help reinforce ex- existing connections between the brain cells. And in other words, uh, it helps to improve our short-term memory. Um, it helps us to remember shapes, colors, and visualize the bigger picture. In other words, it keeps our brains active. Along, uh, there's quite a number of... Uh, you know benefits in doing puzzles it firstly helps us to better problem solve uh, the ability to creatively solve problems and think critically uh, is assisted by us uh, doing uh, puzzles um, it improves the visual spatial reasoning that we have in other words um, especially people like architects, engineers, chemists, artists, surgeons, they all need those skills. But uh, th- this doesn't mean that during coronavirus, we are suddenly going to become surgeons, maybe you know tomorrow when the virus is over and done. But it will help us to, um, to be able to, to think and look at problems around us from a different angle. So it's, uh, sure.
0: I was going to say, it sounds like ScoMo's right on the money there. Just to, uh, if I could jump in and ask a quick question. How, does, uh, how would um, doing jigsaw puzzles compare with, say, Netflix, you know, plopping down in front of the TV and, and uh, just watching something there? How, how do those two exercises compare with each other?
5: With with a jigsaw puzzle, you are, your brain actually your frontal lobe of your brain becomes activated. You've got to use certain areas of your brain uh, to resolve problems. So it's a problem solving skills that you are constantly involved with and using. Where sitting down in front of the TV actually entertainment TV shuts down their frontal lobe of their brain. And here is our link with depression. Um, with people battling with depression, they have between 30 to 40% less activity in the frontal lobe of the brain. So um, I don't want to say this too loud just for in case wives are listening on, on the radio this morning, but this is the time to get permission to use your husband's credit card because while he's watching TV, his frontal lobe shuts down he is able to, to to recognize when a uh, a a film is a rerun of a previous uh, you know showing, but he his ability to morally judge. Um, whether things what he's observing is good for him or bad for him is taken away because he's basically been put into a hypnotized state. So ladies, that's the best time to ask your husband permission and make sure <laughs> that you record it because afterwards after you've used his credit card, uh, he will come back and he'll confront you and he will not remember that he gave you permission to do so.
0: Now David, David, you have to understand that Um, My wife produces this show and she's listening in right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Lyle.
5: I'll have to make up with you later on.
0: But coming back to these jigsaw puzzles, this sounds like ScoMo is actually right on the money here. This is a really good idea.
5: Now, when we we look at jigsaw puzzles, what are we talking about? Are, Are we talking about, you know, those little cardboard pieces that we've put together, or is it more than that?
0: Well, I just think of the cardboard pieces, yeah.
5: Now, I would like to suggest that there's an educational opportunity here with crossword puzzles, still with puzzles, But not necessarily Jigsaw, uh, where we actually help our vocabulary, our language, our research ability, our spelling uh, ability to to be developed. Um, There's phenomenal research that's been done by the University of of Michigan where they actually found that university students that would take 25 minutes a day to do a puzzle, play puzzle games, that they actually increase their IQ with four points.
1: Is this the same with uh, things like board games
5: and card games as well? Uh, it is more where you use your uh, your reasoning skills, your ability to, uh, and, and you push your ability to look at things from a different angle. Um, in other words, thinking outside the, the, the box, if I can use that, um, you know, that saying.
0: Yeah, so as far as the board games go, I guess it would vary from, from one to another. Your game's a pure chance. You know, you can basically switch your brain off and, uh, and and that's not going to be as much benefit as compared to say your jigsaw puzzle or crossword.
5: That's that's correct. Yeah. Now, a further study also indicates that um, by doing puzzles, uh, working out problems, things uh, will also delay dementia and Alzheimer's. Now. Where I'm heading with the question, you know, what are we referring to when we talk about puzzles? Are you referring there, to life? Is, there, there is mathematical problems that we can work out, which will also activate our brain and, uh, you know, develop our IQ. But there's also. You don't need to go out and buy it. If you've got a Bible in, in, in your home, you can in actual fact turn to the prophetical parts of Scripture or even go to the book yeah. of Proverbs, which is a non-sectarian book, and try to work out what the wisest man that ever lived that tried to say in those passages.
0: That's an outstanding recommendation right there. There is so much that uh, so much good that can come out of you know solving Bible puzzles.
5: And you will find that your life is enriched by it. Uh, your knowledge will grow, but at the same time, your brain will be activated. Mm. But Lala, I want to stress this morning as well to, to our listeners that mm. while they do this, while they focus on their brain, don't forget to get your joints moving Stand up on a regular basis. Make sure that you do not sit down the whole time. Get up, move around. And uh, if you have the opportunity, go outside, go for a long walk to just exercise those lungs as well. And come back, and you'll find that your brain is energized, just uh, through the fresh air as well.
0: Okay, so that actually leads me to my next question because another recommendation that has been made is that this is a great opportunity to. Paint the inside of the house. So fresh paint, you know, it it always has that. Uh, well, these days it's water based, so it has a nice smell to it, and it always looks nice. Now, if we were to go through this kind of an exercise, I'm wondering whether you know, and and it's one something that's going through my mind at the moment. We just moved into a new house. Does color make a difference to our emotions? Like, for instance, dark colors versus light colors, etc.
5: Let me first. Put the naughty shoe on my, my, my left foot and ask you the question, who promoted this? Was it the paint companies?
0: Well, I'm not <laughs> sure. It's just one of those things that's been floating around. So
5: possibly, no, possibly. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just cheeky. Yes, <laughs> colour does affect our mood. It's very interesting. Years ago, I heard about a missionary uh, group that built a hospital in, in Asia to, to help the Asian population. And um, what colour do we paint hospitals in the West? White. 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 And not a single patient was referred or would come into that hospital and the moment that they were ready to shut down the hospital because no one was making use of it uh, someone came and said to them guys why did you cu- why did you paint your building the color of death that's weird so they they, they inquired a little bit more and they started to cut they, they painted that whole building yellow and they were flooded with <laughs> people seeking the western medicine right color not only affects our mood it is also a cultural thing which we need to keep in mind
1: see i always thought that they painted the hospitals white so that if someone came in with with you know a bleeding arm or something they'd be able to see that there was blood but maybe it's got something a bit more to do with the 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 culture that we live in. Yeah, Yeah,
5: the culture that we live in. There's all to do for us in the Western culture about cleanliness, hygiene. um, And yes, if there's something dirty, you'll quickly pick it up on on a white surface. But culturally, it has a completely different meaning for for other cultures. Now, our warm colours... Uh, for instance, our red and our oranges uh, and, and, and our yellows, which are the warm colors, often awoke feelings of happiness, optimism, and energy. By the way, if, if people are living in a small unit, if I can just backtrack for a second, uh, and, and they actually paint their walls a lighter color, it gives them a sense of space, When people are living in a major, you know, a a big, vast uh, room to color one of those walls, a darker color gives them a sense of more inclusion and, you know, more a feeling of being enveloped. So warm colors, red, oranges, yellow, Uh, cool colors on the other side uh, includes our greens, our blues, and our purple. Um, Cool colors usually calms and soothes us. So you go to Florida to um, uh, one of the biggest private hospitals there, and you will see that no white is used. It is more uh, greens, pastel colors, and uh, that, that gives pe- uh, people that come into that hospital a sense of calmness, of security. And you will notice that often that uh, hospital operation theaters would have a green color painted. Happy colors on the other side is bright, warm colors like yellow and oranges, And the sad colors, dark uh, colors that mutes the atmosphere around it, black and grays, uh, are often sad colors. I walk into a student's uh, room that's deeply depressed and uh, the curtains have been closed up. The room is dark. Uh, Fantastic artist, but every color that is used is dark colors.
0: Mm, so is that a symptom from, that has come from the from the student that they've actually done this because of their depression, was, or has it created the depression?
5: No. Uh, what we find uh, today is even kids as young as eight, nine, ten years of age; those that utilise dark colours are often kids that display the symptoms of deep seated depression. <laughs>
0: David, it's been fantastic having you on the show once again, as always. Uh, we didn't get through all of our questions. Next week, I do want to talk about uh, people who are part of 12-step programs and how to um, navigate their way through this time period. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, that's uh, David Help. This is uh, Lisa Brioni's, uh featuring Melissa Otto with Rainbow of Love. You're listening to The Breakfast Show.
3: Faith FM want to encourage you to be the hands and feet of Jesus in your community, to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Keep in touch with vulnerable members of your community like grandparents or new mothers and see if there's something
0: you can do to help them with simple things like picking up some groceries, collecting the mail or dropping
3: off some meals. Little things like this make a huge difference to someone living in isolation or quarantine.
6: she says, I'm sure you got your reason, so just say hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, grandpa's got lymphoma and fell into a coma on Tuesday, hallelujah. Couldn't pay the water bill And haven't had a shower since Wednesday Hallelujah Hallelujah While merging on the freeway I hit a Ford Focus on Thursday Hallelujah Without a car couldn't make appointments on Friday, hallelujah I lost my job, hallelujah It's not my business, she says I'm sure you got your reasons so I'll just say hallelujah I came to church a beggar and found a happy Save soul, just say, hallelujah. I came to church a beggar and found I have a savior soul, just say, hallelujah. hallelujah.